Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have nothing to say. I, I have nothing to say. I, I have nothing to say. What if I did that as a, as a show host? On the radio. I just opened the show and just did the whole show. I have nothing to say. It wouldn't work quite as well as, as it works. Well, d- does it work as a football manager? That's a whole nother question. My name's Nate Abarea. His name's Jose Mourinho. He has nothing to say. I actually, contrary to what I just said, I actually have lots to say. What a weekend it was. Happy November to all of you. I hope you had a very fun, festive, and of course, a safe Halloween, wherever you celebrated. Oh my goodness. There was Halloween morning. Kloptoberfest. One last edition of Kloptoberfest in the UK. Jurgen Klopp finally gets his first victory as a Liverpool manager. And Jose Mourinho sinks even deeper at Stamford Bridge. He still says his job is safe because he has nothing to say on the subject. It was the day of Mourinho and Coutinho and Kloppinho and Bentequinho. That sounds like it could be actually like a really good dish. That sounds kind of tasty, a Bentequinho. I don't know what it would be, but it sounds good. World Soccer Talk Radio is what you're listening to. It's on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, WorldSoccerTalk.com. Special hello to the men and women overseas listening on the American Forces Network. Hey, leave us a review on iTunes. When you get a chance, please, please do that. Really helps us out and get involved in the Twitter sphere. Oh, Twitter at Nate WST to get a hold of yours truly and at World Soccer Talk for all of us at Sports Byline USA for updates on the show. November is is the month of change, the month of transition. We, we, we set the clocks back and then we move forward with our lives and get into the holiday season. The first rains really start coming down and that lighting, oh my goodness, that Saturday lighting at Stamford Bridge. There's something special about it. We're drifting in to the winter months. 3-1 to my beloved Reds. I said they'd beat Chelsea and Jose Mourinho still has nothing to say. Has he lost the dressing room? Think about it. I don't know unsubstantiated rumors and and claims kind of get me a little bit annoyed when I hear things in the British press that players have spoken out. We can't say who, but players have said publicly that he's lost a dressing room. Well, who are these players? Come on, give Jose a break. (laughs) He still has nothing to say. Jurgen Klopp doing big things at Anfield. Cannot wait to see where that train heads. MLS playoffs, wonderful stuff this weekend. Enjoyed the radio side of the MLS playoffs. And Boca Juniors, campeones otra vez. Special treat for you today. Rob Stone is going to be with us on the other side of the break. That's right. The Hambone purist himself. We're back after this. World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nate Alvarez, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Where are you from, mate? Just around. 
World Soccer Talk Radio, back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Nate Abarea. Tweet me at NateWST and get it all of us at World Soccer Talk. And again, please leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you think of the show. Very special edition of World Soccer Talk Radio today. We've got a host and presenter that you know oh so well from Fox Sports. And you might know this man as a self-proclaimed hambone purist. Rob Stone, thank you so much for coming on. How you doing, sir? Way to get the hand bone in early, Nate. This is off to a great start. Early, early and often. That was a, a lesson yes, taught to me. Um, Rob, have you had a day off since June? I have. I've had plenty of days off. Look, if you're not working, you're not working, right? And in this climate, in this day and age, I'd rather be working my tail off. So I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good and fired up for uh, kind of it, – it's the ping-ponging time of the year for me where I'm bouncing from – you know, MLS to Champions League to college football, college basketball starts in less than two weeks, but um, it's all good. These are these are like first world TV problems to have, and, and we're fired up for Champions League Tuesday and Wednesday. And Nate, we are debuting a new post game Champions League show tomorrow on Fox Sports One. So after our normal activity is done, uh, I think we usually end around the five Eastern block. We're going for another half hour, so. Uh, we'll get a lot more post-game sound in and a lot more analysis and a lot more of the highlights and, and replays. So um, I know the Fox soccer crew is really looking forward to um, the extra work. Usually people are trying to race out of there and beat the L.A. traffic, but um, our, our crew is, is pretty fired up for this extra half hour starting tomorrow. I'm pretty excited for it, too, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the program. But, hey, i, I got to ask you, because the people over at Fox Sports, they, they, they refer to you as one of the hardest-working men in show business. So I, I, without revealing any top-secret information, is it is it green tea with honey? Are you, are you doing yoga? Is it smoothies with raw eggs? You know, what's the, what's the secret to staying strong for Rob Stone? Hey, man, when you live in a small house with four kids that are 10 and under, you are Fired up to go to work. Let's put it that way some days. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, yesterday, I very much enjoyed uh, you and the gang covering the quite exciting MLS Cup playoffs. And uh, I got to ask you, first off, you, you, you enjoying this stuff with the crew? Uh, I do. I do. I, I, I love the people we work with. Um, it was great having Brian McBride back in the mix. You know, Landon Donovan and I live kind of within striking distance of one another. Uh, so I've been seeing a lot more of him uh, lately, and, and it's been fun as, as he kind of figures his way out post post his playing days. And, and then with Eric, you know, there's always that level of unpredictability and, and what's coming out, um, and it's enjoyable. And, and I, look, I love MLS. I, I mean, there's few things in life I love more than Major League Soccer. And, and you say what you want about the league, but look, I'm defending it to my grave. I'm loving this 20th year. I've I'm, I'm just loved how the, the playoffs got off this one-and-done start on Wednesday and Thursday last week, and, and then business kind of picked up uh, again last night with the two late games on FS1, and uh, everybody's going to you know, moan about we want single table and relegation and things like that, and I understand, and, and you're allowed to have your viewpoint, but playoff soccer and MLS, it, it doesn't get any better. I think the big trick for Major League Soccer is to try and find a way to get that attitude, that atmosphere, and that play on the field happening on a more regular basis in the regular season rather than saving everything for the postseason. Couldn't agree with you more. And, uh, hey, I got to ask you, I want to talk to you actually about a couple of those late games that you guys covered uh, last night, especially uh, the, the Drogba grabbing leg spectacular. Yeah, up there how and, about uh, that, huh? <laughs> the, the, the memes and gifs and, uh, and Drogba leg grab. 
<laughs> the material, <laughs> the material all over social media this morning and uh, afternoon has been absolutely fantastic. But hey, I got to actually ask you something uh, about something that you just touched on there. What's it been like seeing Landon transition from his playing career into the world of TV? I remember kind of some, I don't want to say awkwardness, but seeing him on the TV during the 2014 World Cup was just a, a little bit weird. It was less weird no, it was last. Awkward. It was it, it was, was less awkward. weird it, it last. I'll tell you, it was it was awkward. It was it was awkward to watch. Um, you know, I don't think he was placed in the best situation to succeed in that type of environment and, and where he was in his career. And, you know, it's very difficult doing anything when you're all by yourself in a room. Um, you know, it, it's so much easier w- when you have that interaction, whether it's in you know a conference room or, or on a desk. So I don't think it was the best sit up, particularly for a guy of, uh, of Landon's um, personal character uh, in that, you know, he's a little bit more reserved and you got to pull some things out and you need to, kind of remind him that we have to amp things up extra high on television and things like that, things that he gets now and, and enjoys doing. Um, I, I love being around Landon. You know, I, I consider him the, the greatest American soccer player in our history uh, on the men's side, and uh, I value every moment I have with him, talking with him. You know, we, we were done after the, the pregame show of our second game yesterday and drove home. We were on the phone, and he ended up coming over. Uh, last night and sitting on the couch having beer and cold pizza and watching the second half of Seattle Dallas on my couch with my two boys and myself. So, uh, you know, things like that go a long way, uh, in my eyes of, of making you a wonderful human being and, um, things I appreciate it. And my kids appreciate it and they love asking them questions and, uh, we get some insightful conversations with him. And, uh, now that he's retired, you know, he fires me off some questions now, which I love. You know, we, we had a big pickup game last week uh, with some huge soccer studs. Uh, I was not one of them, but I did play in the game. And we went out to a pub afterwards, and Landon was firing me off questions like, all right, U.S. soccer, who's your, you know, who's your president? Who's your head coach of the national team? Who's your technical director? And uh, it's a fun give and take uh, with a guy who I think should still be playing and a guy who could still play, and I'm not overly convinced that he won't return to the field at some point. Really? I just, I just, I mean, he's young. He's young. He's got it. I just, you know, he's wired differently than other people are. Um, and, and that's one of the things that uh, people who don't know him get to know once they're in his presence. You know, people were, were jumping all over him for, why are you not in Europe more, and taking these, sabbatical to Cambodia. Well, guess what? Some people need that. Some people need those mental breaks and, and to recharge and, and actually enjoy life. You know, I mean, the great story about Jesse Marsh when he got fired from Montreal and, you know, he took off for six months all over the world with his wife and kids and he was able to put his priorities in order. In order. And he's done a hell of a job now with the Red Bulls who are on the verge of, of advancing to the Eastern Conference Championships now. So, some people need that, and I think Landon's one of those guys, and it would not surprise me. And I don't have any insider info here, trust me. Um, I, you know, if I had to put money down, I'm saying he's staying retired, but there's a part of me, and I will continue to provoke him to come out of retirement <laughs> and play. And uh, I, would, um, I, I brought it up to him the other day. I go, who owns your rights if you come out of retirement? And he just kind of stopped and looked. He's like, huh. He's like, that's a good one. I'm like, yeah, it's a damn good one because people would like to know. And, and, you know, you have to assume the galaxy and things like that. But, you know, he's about to be a dad. 
as well. So uh, a lot of interesting things on his horizon for, for a man that I just uh, I really, really respect. Rob, when, he, when he's sitting on the couch having a pint and a slice of cold pizza, do, do any of your boys ever go up to him and go, hey, can you tell us what you think about Klinsman? Uh, they, they, they don't. They don't. Those are, you know, sometimes I tell the boys, look, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, Landon's got a book. He's got a book in store. And uh, we will all learn a lot more uh, because there is a lot more that went on in that um, that ugly stretch of time with his relation with, with U.S. soccer. Um, and I think that book is going to be a hell of a read when it finally does come out. And my, my guess is it'll be sooner than later. We're here with Rob Stone on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are going to be talking about that new, pardon me, that new uh, Fox Champions League postgame show, as well as the uh, MLS playoffs and a whole lot more here on the other side of this break. World Soccer Talk Radio, stay tuned. We're back after this. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good, lads! We're here with Rob Stone of Fox Sports in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. And uh, it's time to talk about these MLS Cup playoffs and a couple of the matches that you covered last night, Rob, with the crew over there at Fox. I got to just throw it right to you and, and ask you, when I say Didier Drogba, you say? Probably the best player in Major League Soccer right now. I don't understand his hair and that little ponytail. And I think he was in some kind of funky mood last night because he was just provoking all over the place, which is kind of his style, right? He likes that contact. He likes banging on some bodies. But he just had a lot of weird moments of, of, of acting and feigning and, and doing just bizarre things. You know, the whole tug of the goalkeeper um, after he should have been, you know, hammered with a, a nasty foul. It's just I, I didn't really understand what was going on with him. Uh, last night at all, and you know he got an assist essentially setting up Columbus's first goal with that really poor defensive clearance right to the right to the feet of um, Iguain. But uh, uh, just kind of a bizarro performance from a guy who I think has been one of the better pickups in MLS history, and certainly recently. What did you think of the uh, the halftime interaction between Drogba and Iguain? That sort of like scorned lover, we're going to yeah. make up, now we hate each other again, okay, we're going to hug yeah. as we walk off the field. It was funny, we were, we were watching it as it was going on, and my, my first reaction as I was barking it out loud, I was saying, yeah, 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 patting him on the head, look, look, I know who your brother is, but I don't know who you are. Uh, you, you, can, you can quiet down, I'll listen to your brother, but not you. And then it went dark, and then it was, all is good, but then they kept chatting again, and, uh, you know, it was like one of those, look, did we break up or not? You know, we've all had those conversations with girlfriends or boyfriends, like, I don't know if we're still together or not. Uh, I don't know if they're still a couple. Uh, I don't think they're a couple, but, you know, who knows, they might still be showing up at the homecoming dance together. So uh, just kind of a weird interaction, and I, I love that 
we're going to be able to revisit that in a couple days. You know, I, I like the fact that these are two game series and there's some type of animosity built up in game one or some kind of storyline is there and, and we get to see how it plays out um, in game two. And, and I think a lot of eyes uh, are, you know, understandably so are always on Drogba, but even more so now Sunday when Montreal heads to Columbus. Now, uh, b- besides seeing how the, the Iguain-Drogba relationship progresses, uh, what are you most looking forward to here as we uh, go on with these MLS Cup playoffs? What am I most looking forward to right now? It's a good question. Um, I- I'm just trying to see if somebody can kind of pull themselves apart from the pack right now, or these eight teams, because I- I'm not convinced any of these eight are your MLS Cup champion right now. I, I think there's a lot of good teams and a lot of – a lot of sides with a, with a few question marks um, and some interesting characteristics about them, but nobody am I saying, oh, well, that's our clear favorite right now. Um, I think I probably would have said that about Dallas, particularly when they went up 1-0 and on the road at Seattle, but then the way things uh, fell apart for them late, um, yeah, my gut is kind of telling me that the, the MLS Cup champ, if I had to pick one, is coming out of that Seattle-Dallas uh, series. And, and game two of that one is going to be on FS1 this Sunday. Um, I'm expecting more from Vancouver in game two, you know, getting that zero zero result in Portland is, is just fine with them. And, and the East, you know, they still kind of need to show that they're, they're back. You know, the East has been down, um, in many people's eyes over the course of the last couple of years. And, and, you know, New York is kind of waving the flag for the East at this moment. And it'll be curious to see, you know, just how deep, how deep they can go with a roster that is very un New York like. Um, and Landon and I were talking yesterday about the makeup of this Red Bulls roster. You know, here, here they are losing Cahill and, and Thierry Henry, and they're losing, you know, the, these mega players and personalities, and, and their budget completely changes now, and their focus is, all right, less on these multi-multi-million-dollar contracts, but more on these kind of mid-tier guys who probably end up forming a better team. Uh, obviously, NYCFC went with the big-time talent, Right, and that didn't pan out so well. So it's always an interesting dynamic and conversation on the path that these MLS clubs choose. You know, do we try and build a team of mid-tier guys, or do we need a couple high-priced talents uh, that work best for that club? And, and I think it's a market-by-market market, uh, answer because some markets just absolutely demand those those big-time talents. Hey, Rob, this past summer, we, we talked about it during the opening. You were part of uh, a very special experience up there uh, in, in Canada and your guys' amazing British Columbia set up there covering the Women's World Cup uh, for Fox Sports. Then you transitioned into the Gold Cup. And talk about, again, one of my favorite words in, in the entire English language coming onto the show, juxtaposition. The juxtaposition <laughs> between covering the U.S. women's national team and then covering the men uh, in, in the Gold Cup. Can you ever envision well, a time in, in your career where you might be able to have a similar experience covering the men as you did covering the women? And I mean, by, you know, being successful. Um, yeah, I do. I do. I, I think there, there's, there's great hope for American soccer on the men's national team front. I, I think we're in a, we're in a bit of a bad patch right now. I think we're in a bad valley, bad cell phone coverage. You know, we're not getting <laughs> the goods coming in here. It's frustrating. You know, why the hell is my, my internet so damn slow here in this valley of U.S. men's soccer, but we're going to rise again. Um, I think we've got some wonderful young talent on the way, um, and I think we have a lot of really good talent that's in Europe right now that maybe is not playing 
um, you know, for the for the A team, if you will, but are either kind of a B or C team in their league or um, working their way up with a prestigious club. I think we, we've got a good future, but I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little lean over the course of the next couple years as we try and figure out. Well, how much does Clint Dempsey and Jermaine Jones and Tim Howard and and the players of, of that ilk have left with the red, white, and blue. Um, I still think that they've got a lot to give us. Uh, I think they can easily get us through qualifying, um, and I, I think they can get us to rush in 2018. But th- these are big question marks for Jurgen Klinsmann and, and his staff. You know, How much longer do you lean on these guys, or do you just finally say, all right, we need to make a clean break with them so we give these younger guys a chance to thrive and grow in less stressful environments than – you know, win or go home at Azteca. Rob, as a host and a, and a presenter, and especially being around some very, very opinionated men uh, on on those sets for Fox Sports, do you ever find it tough for yourself as a host and a presenter to to bite your lip in regards to uh, certain aspects of the Jurgen Klinsmann reign with the U.S. Men's National Team? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, my role is really not to give an opinion. You know, it's kind of big picture and set things up and set up my guys or gals um, for their viewpoints and their takes. Um, but, yeah, there are, there are some moments where, where I do kind of step back and say, you know what, I, I, need, to, uh, I need to withhold from commenting on that one because it, it could come back to, to bite me or my network or, or something like that. Um, but I think everybody does that in, in whatever profession you're in, in my role. Um, you know, my role isn't to go out in attack mode. Um, my role is to set these guys up and make sure the audience gets, gets the facts and, and understands what is about to happen and what just did happen. But, you know, look, I'm an American. I'm a patriot, and, and it, it hurts me to see what's going on with the U.S. men's national team right now. And um, there are a lot of dynamics going on underneath underneath the, the water right now. You know, it's, I don't even think things look that calm with the duck, but I, I sure as hell know that uh, those duck feet under the water are paddling in all different types of directions, and I think a lot of people are fighting those duck feet. If things start slowly, Nate, in World Cup qualifying in this month, uh, it's going to get ugly, and I think it's going to get ugly fast. I don't anticipate it to be that way, but uh, it would not surprise me if on a lonely Saturday night that – our president, Sunil Galati, is taking a little bottle of red out to his patio there in the tri-state area and at least scribbling a couple names on a cocktail napkin saying, if things don't go well, I need to keep these couple guys in mind to be my next boss. Who are those couple guys, in your opinion, Rob? Peter Vermes, I think, has really elevated himself into the conversation. Um, you know, he handles himself well. Um, he looks like a guy that you want in control of your team. He's an American. I think it's time to get back to an American head coach for the U.S. men's national team. This is, you know, I'm not belittling uh, Jurgen's German nature here. I just think it's time that we we get back uh, to being a little more patriotic and a little more more red, white, and blue from top to bottom with this national team. I think we've lost our way with some of this this German influence, which is all over the place. And and I understand why we went with it, but. Uh, I think we need to get back to our American roots. Peter Vermes is, is a name that's up there. Uh, I would throw in Greg Berhalter. Here's a guy who's getting a lot of attention. He's coached overseas. He, he represented our national team, represented us at the World Cup. Um, and even what Jesse Marsh has done 
uh, warrants consideration or at least a conversation. Remember, he was with Bob Bradley for, for years and years with, you know, club and the national team. Uh, I think these are three guys that, that need to be in a conversation. I don't think Bob Bradley would come back to this job. I think he would be welcome back. Um, and I think Bruce Arena would be welcome back as well, to be honest with you. But I, I see Bruce and Bob more as Band-Aid type coaches, and we're not in a Band-Aid mode. Uh, but if we're two years from now and struggling in qualifying, then I say, yeah, yeah, bring on that friggin' Band-Aid and slap it on and, and give me a big old uh, heaping of Bruce Arena Band-Aids. <laughs> heaping of Bruce Arena Band-Aid. Write that one down. Dom, back in the studio. Copyright Please write that now. one down. Copyright now. Hey, Rob, I know you got to go uh, get some grocery shopping done and, and go pick up the kids, but you think you give us a few minutes on the other side of the break to talk about the uh, the new, fo- strike, the new Fox Sports Show? I'll strike a deal with you, Nate. I will sit longer in my minivan in the Trader Jones parking lot waiting for questions from you if you guys follow me on Twitter during the commercial break. Seriously, how the hell do you not follow me on Twitter? My I've been, God, fo- I've been following you on Twitter for a year. Doing? Come on. Who is running the website over there? Get on it. Yeah, I'll stick around and talk. All right. Hey, I'm going to get on the get on the phone with the gaffer on the other side of the break. All right. We're back after this with Rob Stone right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Follow him on Twitter. We'll give you all the information on the other side. Stay tuned. Geico applauds your inner journey seeker. Geico gives a hearty pat on the back to the part of you that just wants to get out and ride your motorcycle, to take to the open road, and let the wind and bugs fly your way. In fact, bring on the bugs. They can't stop your quest for highway enlightenment. Geico insures not only your car, but also that fine-looking bike of yours. With a custom-tailored policy and the best rates for you. So next time you suit up for adventure, make sure to take Geico along for the ride. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. 855-255-8000. 
Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Book Marcus in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. This holiday, there are a few things I can count on. My daughter will ask for a pony, again. Please, 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 please. Grandpa will tell one of his colorful stories at dinner. And that's why I don't have a spleen. And thanks to the Postal Service, my holiday shipping will be stress-free. Make holiday shipping easy with free box delivery, free tracking, and free package pickup from the U.S. Postal Service. This is our season. Priority U. Free tracking and free box delivery available for select products. For details on free package pickup, visit usps.com slash pickup. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nadal Berea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. How'd you like to play football against the Germans? Why not? That's right, Michael Caine. That's right, Pele. Sylvester Stallone in goal. Oh, what a great team that was. Victoire! Victoire! My name is Nate Abarea, and unlike Jose Mourinho, I do have something to say. And it is a pleasure to be joined in this show by Rob Stone. We, we've been talking all about the happenings of the MLS Cup playoffs, talking about what's going on over there at Fox Sports. And the most important thing to take away from this episode of World Soccer Talk Radio is that you need to get on Twitter right now, wherever you are listening to the show, and follow at Rob Stone on Fox. I repeat, at Rob Stone on Fox. Did I, did I do good with that one, Rob? Well, yeah, but I'm not trolling for followers. I'm just disappointed that you guys can't follow me. That's all it was. I've been so I just got the text. I just got the text. Literally, like, as we went to break right there, I got the text from the gaffer followed instantly. It, t- it took, like, five seconds, and then the best follow-up was, I had no idea we weren't following him. I, I swear, yeah, I swear we were. The gaffer better get off his ass and start following me on other things that I don't do on social media. Come on, gaffer. Well, I, I enjoyed the Rob Stone tweet uh, back uh, about 30 minutes ago, uh, uh, promoing the spot here on World Soccer Talk Radio and, and his, his great, glorious first appearance here on my show. And Rob, uh, Rob, you, you tweeted out, we're talking college football, right? I'm, 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 I'm knee-deep in college football right now, man. First, <laughs> first college football playoff rankings come out tomorrow. I, I, got a, I got college football on Thursday, but first it's Champions League tomorrow and Wednesday, and we're... We're pretty fired up with some good, some good, meaty matchups. You know, we have seven clubs that can clinch here on match day fourth, moving on um, out of the group stage. So it's pretty early for that many clubs to be in a position to, to kind of coast their way, so to speak, through, through the rest of the Champions League. And, and some of the big boys, as expected, are, are part of that seven-team list. Rob, can you take us through a typical match day, a typical UEFA Champions League match day with the crew at Fox Sports, and then maybe sure. talk about how this new post-game show is going to throw a bit of a wrinkle into everything? Yeah, well, all, the only wrinkle it's really going to be is it's going to get me home later, and I'm going to be in more of the L.A. teeth of the traffic. But you know, <laughs> normal Champions League for us is you know Monday we will have a conference call, which we did today, and... We'll kind of talk over the, the big games that we are airing and the storylines and kind of start to put our, our show in perspective. And I'm, I'm taking down notes on, you know, what the Warrens and the Lexies and 
um, the Brads and, and the Eric's want to hit on, so I know to set them up, or I, I know they're comfortable talking about a certain subject. Uh, on game day morning, uh, either I or Alexi Lawless will pick the other one up. So, yes, we carpool to work. That is legit. Um, and we will talk soccer the entire drive uh, or the state of our families, one of those two things. And we will be on the road in the 7 a.m.s and get there early for our next meeting and then makeup and hair and sit on the set and do rehearsal and then away we go. And then, and then the tough part is kind of watching eight games simultaneously on our bank of monitors and, and there's always background noise amongst us saying like, Ooh, middle left watch and you know, what game is that and, and who, what's happening over here. So it, it's, it's a good uh, test of our will and our knowledge to really have a, have a tight perspective on everything that's going on in the games. Um, and it's, it's very difficult to do because so much can hinge on, on one little moment and it's, it's difficult to, you know, maybe pull yourself over to a uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv Dinamo Kiev matchup when you have PSG Real Madrid going on. Rob, uh, do the words manic or frantic uh, apply to any of the folks in the studio during uh, during these Champions League matches? Yeah, um, Eric is really good at asking for obscure stats within ten seconds of us coming back from a commercial break. So our researcher uh, is slightly stressed out more days than not. Uh, and the only other one that's kind of frantic would probably be me on a light level just because I have cheat sheets for all eight games and I'm tracking them uh, throughout the day. So I've got all these papers around and I'm tracking down goals and assists and, and what they mean and the score lines and what that means to uh, the standings and the groups. And, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll walk away for five minutes to, I don't know, go to the bathroom or talk to an executive or just see daylight and you'll come back and like, okay, we've had six goals scored and now this team is eliminated and this team is on the top of the group. And uh, that's about as, as frantic as it gets for me. Who's taken the longest uh, with, with the makeup and preparations in that regard? All pretty much the same. Uh, some of us require more or less time with the hair stylist. Um, but otherwise, no, we're all, we're all pretty good. They, they all know us by now. Slap on you know, the, the face paint and, and, let us, and let us roll. I love it. Well, I'm looking forward to the Champions League coverage uh, here over the next couple of days. Very much looking forward to that rematch between Arsenal and Zabayan Munchen. And uh, very much looking forward to this new post-match show coming up on Fox, which will be hosted, of course, by one Rob Stone. Now, Rob, in the in the little bit of time that we've got left here with you, I've done this with other broadcasters on this show. We last actually did it with uh, Rebecca Lowe of NBC Sports. And, and it's just a, in an effort to get to know Rob Stone a little bit better. So I just want to throw a few questions to you, and, and these answers, answers can be brief or, or detailed as you want them to be. And, and the first one is, first favorite soccer player in your lifetime, Rob? Rodney Marsh. Not even close. The clown prince of soccer for my favorite team growing up, the Tampa Bay Rowdies. He was my gateway drug into soccer, and uh, I, wrote him, I wrote him often. I used to sign my papers in third grade in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, as Rodney Stone. And my teachers had no clue what the hell was going on with me. So my parents would get called in for meetings and say, why is little Robbie signing his papers Rodney? He understands his name is Robbie. 
and my parents had to explain. And back then, if you're trying to explain soccer to somebody in North Carolina, it was just kind of long stairs. So, uh, yes, Rodney Marsh, my first, my first soccer love. A great, great friend of the show, Mr. Grumpy Pundit himself. And uh, be sure to check out uh, Rock and Roll Soccer. Uh, we, we had the author, Ian Plinderleith, on the show back uh, last month. And Rodney features quite prominently in that book some amazing stories about the old North American Soccer League. Shout out to you, Rodney Marsh. Love it. All right. Oh, this, this should be a fun one here. In your opinion, Rob Stone, better U.S. men's national team forward, Eric Winalda or Brian McBride? Um, ah, jeez. Um, I'm, I go Brian McBride. Damn it. Eric is so pissed at me. Um, and why am I saying that? You know why? Because, because Brian really elevated himself, uh, on big stages. Um, and he's got just the scars to prove it. And he was always just a consummate team player. And he always gave you that impression that, he would bleed for your country because he did so many times in, in important games. Um, and he was just such a flippin' weapon up there. Like, just get it up there to McBride and let him, let him go. Let him do what, what he does. And, and, and what he did in England as well for American soccer um, is, is, I think, is lost on some people. I think people forget just how much of a borderline pioneer he was and how great of a, of a leader and example he was for American soccer, not just here in the States, uh, but abroad as well. And I know Eric had, had time internationally as well in Germany, but, um, you know, it was a little bit of a different time and, and Brian was there when there was a greater focus on the American talent overseas. So yes, sorry, Waldo, but I vote Brian. Oh, I cannot wait to get Eric back on the show and, uh, and share that with him. That was fantastic. That was really, sure really what he'll, he'll come right after me. He'll, He'll rip on my scrawny calves that I played in the Patriot League. He's got all kinds of arse. I'm not. He's actually he's been on the show before, and he actually talked all about the scrawny calves. Actually, right? I know. I know his. I know his repertoire already. Okay, greatest hair in modern U.S. men's national team history: Alexi Lalez or Marcelo Balboa? Um, geez, man, these are really good questions. I. I I say Alexi, but I hesitate because Cello is still holding on to it. And just the votes out of longevity, uh, the fact that every time you see Cello, you're always kind of surprised, like, wow, it's still there. You still haven't cut that, huh? He is holding on, and he is aging well. But uh, overall, uh, you know, I mean, the mutant gene, the the ginger curls that are all over the place, yeah, you got to give it to Alexi. All right, we got we got to rattle through these here uh, here real quick. Only got a few minutes left. Favorite holiday vacation destination, Rob Stone? Uh, my parents' lake house in North Carolina. Although like. Italy is up there. Okay, uh, Rudy or Rocky? If you have to watch one of those movies, you're watching Rudy or Rocky. <laughs> they both make me cry, um, and usually in a hotel workout facility. <laughs> Um, I go, I go, I go Rocky because that music is so damn good. Revenge of the Nerds or Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Revenge of the Nerds. Little known fact, I was an extra in Revenge of the Nerds Part 2 while I was on spring break in Fort Lauderdale, Florida during my high school years. In the carpool lane, Rob Stone, why are you the one always driving? Alexi does drive. 
Uh, I am better, though, at multitasking than Alexius. Okay. Uh, would you rather – ooh, this is going to be a fun one. Would you rather film a carpool lane segment, or I should say a the carpool lane segment with uh, you and, and your partner, Alexi Lalez, in the Mojave Desert surrounded by Hell's Angels, or go back to New Mexico State University and eat the world's hottest chili peppers again? <laughs> Uh, bring on the Buccilogi pepper again. I am ready for it. It's a YouTube classic. I, and people send me that link, Nate, probably once every three weeks, and there are still a ton of people I work with who haven't seen it, and when they see it, tears come out of their eyes, and they just seek me out and say, I finally saw it. I saw you eat that damn pepper. It's good video. Tears come out, tears come out of their eyes, but did tears come out of your eyes is the question. Uh, tear, tears came out of uh, orifices I didn't even know I had. <laughs> All right, here, here got, got a couple more of these left. In certain parts of my body, how about that? Okay, we'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll we'll leave it at that. We'll keep it yeah. safe for the airwaves. Hey, um, if you could be, you're a, very much a movie buff, and you've even been a part of some great movies over the years. Uh, not another another nod to the Revenge of the Nerds Part Two. If you could star in a movie alongside any actor or actress, what would the movie be, and who would the actor or actress be? It would be Will Ferrell because he's godlike to me. Uh, so, but it wouldn't be a Will Ferrell like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try the drama mode. I'm, just give me straight out gangbuster Will Ferrell comedy, probably like an Anchorman 3 where it was like uh, the sports channels were coming together to battle. Favorite Will Ferrell movie? Ah, old school. Even though he wasn't like the star star, he was just, he, he was, yeah, he was Oscar worthy in that. Fantastic. Hey, uh, I, I was wondering, I was wondering, we, we, we opened the show with one. Before we let you go, can, can I get a World Soccer Talk radio hand bone? Uh, yeah, you, oh, you caught me, I'm sitting in the car here, you know, I gotta be excited, like, like, Pete Weber's got to drop four in a row for me to get jacked up and drop a ham bone. Thank you, oh so much, Rob Stone. I have waited. I've been doing the show for for six and a half months now, and it has been a great, great time. We've had the likes of of Rodney Marsh on this show. We've had Eric Winalda. Look forward to getting Alexi Lalas soon. But the whole time, I've been waiting. I've been hoping and praying that we could get a Rob Stone ham bone live on the radio. It has finally happened. I'm patting myself on the back right now, and I wish you all the best uh, shopping over there in in Trader Joe's. Yeah, Nate, you need to reevaluate your goal list because me saying Hambone does not belong on anybody's goal list. But I'm, I'm glad it belonged on yours. And I'm going to do, do some tremendous shopping at Trader Joe's right now. Thank you. Thank you oh so much. The, uh, the Persian cucumbers, uh, my, my personal favorite, and the, uh, the spicy, <laughs> spicy cashews, also uh, some really good stuff. Uh, be, sure to, be sure to check all those out. Rob, really appreciate your time. Hope we can do it again sometime. And uh, best of luck this midweek covering the Champions League and then college basketball and college football and all the rest that you do. You got it. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the follow on Twitter. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Again, at Rob Stone on Fox. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay with us. I have nothing to say. I still, I still have nothing to say. I've been on the air for one hour. I still have, have nothing to say. 
Nothing. Nothing to say. No, nothing. Nate Abarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. Another big thank you and tip of my cap to Mr. Hambone purist himself, Rob Stone. That was some great fun and some phenomenal quotes within, some very funny stuff within that interview, but also some very interesting uh, points made by Rob regarding his good friend Landon Donovan. Be sure to uh, keep a close eye on that. Look forward to seeing how that whole thing progresses. Hey, this upcoming weekend, you got the North London Derby. That's right. It's Sunday. Arsenal plays Tottenham in the North London Derby with bragging rights on the line, as well as a chance for the Gunners to go top of the table and to make the game even more enjoyable. I'd like to invite you to listen to a real soccer fan broadcast on the game on Rabble.tv. We don't all talk like that. Well, in previous weeks, many of you have enjoyed listening to the full-time Devils and the Redmen TV, you know, Northerners, providing their unique flavor to Man United and Liverpool games. Well, now this weekend, Rabble is bringing you, get this, one of the most popular FIFA video gamers, Dirty Mike, my boy, Dirty Mike. That's right, Hambone. He is a pro FIFA player and multiple national champion, and he's going to call the Arsenal Spurs match with Rabble.tv. You know how it works. You tune into Arsenal Spurs on TV, you press the mute button, then head to Rabble to listen to Dirty Mike on your desktop through your iOS Android app or through your mobile browser. Plus, before or during the game, join in by posting your questions or observations in the comments section or create your own broadcast. Call one of your team's games. It's easy. Sign up for free today and try it out. And again, join my mate Dirty Mike this Sunday, 1045 a.m. Eastern time, Rabble.tv. It's your team. It's your call. It's World Soccer Talk Radio. I'm a geezer. He's Rob Stone. He's Chris Harris. He's the producer, Domi Menes. I'm Nate Abaria. Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.